0: Welcome to the Gary Wilkerson Podcast. We want to get right into it today because I think you listen to this podcast because you love God and you love the Word. And we're with the man, Ron Brown. He's the director of Southern California Teen Challenge, but he's also a preacher, an evangelist. He's traveled all over the world. He's been a nation after nation preaching an evangelistic crusades, discipleship training, uh, working with churches. Uh, Bringing the 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 teaching of the Word of God in in discipleship format, Ron. Thanks for being with us here today. Thank you, Gary. uh, You know, one of the things I love being with you is not only the ministry that you're involved in, helping set captives free in drugs, but just your personal your your preaching ministry, your your love for the Word of God, Mm -hmm. your reverence and honor for the pulpit. Uh, Mm -hmm. I, I believe personally, there's way too many, and I don't want to get all kind of old school and like, you know, old cranky old man here, uh, curmudgeon. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I do believe there are a lot of young pastors, young preachers who have bought into sort of a, I would call it a folly in the pulpit. It's all about jokes and stories Mm -hmm. and and, uh, light touches and how-tos and 10 steps. Uh, If they bring the word of God at all to the pulpit, it comes in the form of, uh, let's read this text and then close the Bible and let me talk about, you know my dog, you know Rover, and uh, we did this, mm. and I went camping, and here's how you can live successfully. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just think it's folly, it's foolishness, and it is, and it's decimating not only the church because I believe as goes the church, so goes the nation. Absolutely. And our churches are in such trouble, but you are a man of uh, of the word, uh, yes, and sir. Uh, yeah, so. And, and, I, and just last night, as we were having dinner, you were saying you're, you're now you're even studying Hebrew. Uh, you know, yes, so
1: to just get more of the context uh, of of understanding uh, those stories that we read and you know that we've heard maybe since we were in Sunday school, and understanding some of the nuances of what God was trying to get into the hearts of His people. It's very important for us to be students of the Word for all of our lives. You know, David said, you know, your Word is like honey on my lips, and and he honored the Word of God. And I think there's, as you mentioned, there's not a lot of honoring of the Word of God anymore. Mm. Uh, it's more about wowing the crowd or mm-hmm. seeing who's more popular and exactly. who can turn a phrase and yeah. and make it more entertaining. Yeah. Uh, but entertainment is not what people need. As a matter of fact, I believe that those are two of the uh, the... If you allow me to use the terminology, ruling spirits in the church today—that's distracting us—is—is—is entertainment—is—is yeah. uh, is one of them, uh, and the other one is. Is mammon, you know, where we're mm. concerned about, you know, whether or not we're going to have enough money to keep things going. Yeah. And so we focus on that rather than focusing on the truth of yeah. the gospel and focusing on the Lord Jesus Christ, focusing on God, focusing on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because when we preach the truth, God will resource the vision that He has given. Yeah. And we live in a lot of fear and we feel we have to be the most popular uh, church on the block yeah. or people are going to navigate and go somewhere else and, yeah. and leave us alone so we definitely want to stick with the word you're right
0: you're right that's the the two i would agree with you you know there's there's two and maybe i'd add a third you know the the uh, the mammon or the you know the hyper prosperity thing where every sunday you come in and and they're going to tell you how to become uh, more mm. successful in your business, how to get a raise, how to how to manipulate your boss to make you the, the cream of the crop employee. And, and you know, yes. there's a the good thing that there's things in there that are true. Stewardship, uh, God's blessing, God's favor. Yes. Uh, you know, Psalms 1 I've been looking at lately, uh, you know, and uh, all that he does, he prospers. And you know, of course, I think that means something different to uh, King David as he's writing it, as he had to face many wars and yes. uh, difficulties and losing children, you know. But, uh, you know, so but he I think he understood prosperity made a difference. But that is one. I think the mammon thing. Not only the churches, you know, wanting you know to to uh, to get ties to themselves and offerings to, to build up their own coffers, mm-hmm. but also to to entertain people by you know entertaining in the same way you would by going to a money seminar or a stock right. market seminar. <clears throat> how to increase you know uh, how to make riches. You know how to win friends and influence people. You know, and so those two things. The third I would add is is uh, the blend of partial gospel, par- partial sort of Oprah Winfrey, uh, mm. pop psychology, therapeutic, the therapeutic, uh, some people call it the therapeutic gospel. Uh, yes. Every week it's some other emotional problem that you're dealing with. And it's very man centered. Uh, you know, yes. we, we've really lost the sight of theology of yes. doctrine of this is, this is, you know, behold your God. Uh, mm. uh Isaiah, I think it was Isaiah or Jeremiah, one of the prophets said, you know, be- behold your Lord. And, uh, I, 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 You know, I long to be in a church and I long to see people drawn to churches in America. If there's going to be a revival and a spiritual awakening, I mm-hmm. believe it's going to have to come uh, from a pulpit that people do behold God and stuff. Yes. You know? yeah, and, so. and, and not
1: lose that awe and wonder and mm-hmm. majesty of who he is. That's exactly right. You know, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your your ways. Yeah. And as high as the heavens are from the earth, so are my thoughts and my ways different. And so we have to really be open to, to God revealing that truth to us. Yeah. You know, when, when, uh, the, when God took the children of Israel into the wilderness, it was for the purpose of them coming to know him. Uh, and then he revealed truth to them about what true worship looks like yeah. uh, before God. Uh, and then he commissioned them to be a nation of priests, to mm-hmm. take the gospel, to take the truth of who God is to to all the known world at that time. And And I don't think God's mission has changed. We need mm-hmm. to know him. We need to understand what true worship is, right. and we need to be equipped to take the truth of, of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ into all the world. Yeah, we are that chosen generation, right. royal priest to that holy nation that God has called, and we're His people. Yeah. Uh, and He wants to uh, bring more people into the kingdom, and wow. uh, that's what we're. But when you're when you're focusing on mammon and and entertainment, then what you're doing is you're creating comfort Mm -hmm. uh, and you're making people more comfortable. We don't want people to feel uncomfortable. But I'm telling you, taking up a cross and following Jesus daily can sometimes be uncomfortable. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of what people hear is, you know, we want you to just be comfortable and just have a good life. God is not against us having a good life. No, as a matter right. of fact, He is. He's He's the God of all comfort. Right. Uh, he sent the comfort of the Holy Spirit to us, but it was for the purpose of healing us and and filling us and sending us out into right. the the worst places, the darkest places, to shine as a light in this world, mm-hmm. uh, not just to sit around and say, I I got my comfort from right. God, you know. Right.
0: Exactly, mm-hmm. Ron. You know what? I think if I, if if you were, if you were, or anybody would ask me, like, what if you could have one thing that would be accomplished through this podcast? I think one of the things I would say is we try to change the trajectory of our thinking and our understanding and our desires as the people of God. And let me explain it this way. Um, and I hope I don't offend anybody that's listening to a podcast because i uh, you know I want people to listen, and I want sure. people to get help. Mm-hmm. But if we do a podcast about pornography, or as we did last time we talked about drug uh, abuse, right. if we do something about some social issue, uh, if we talk about racism, if we talk about you know any kind of cultural, anything that's on the media highlighted today, yes, our podcast will probably double in the viewers. If I talk about the the holiness of God mm-hmm. or the the power, the omnipotence of God, the viewership drops. You know, mm. I would love to see that flipped on its back. You know, where uh, side down, <laughs> where, where people come because, uh, you know, yeah, I, I'd like to know about some current events and issues, but I really want to know God, uh, yes. because I, 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 it's you know, as Daniel said it's the people that know their God that shall be strong and do exploits. Yeah, and we can know a lot about the problems of our culture, but if we don't know the God who can solve the problems of our culture, then we're hopeless and helpless and hapless yes. and, and don't have a future of, of having any impact on society around us. And so, you know, I really pray that we could see hmm. a, a, a fresh hunger for, you know, that's the way it was in the revivals in the early American, you know, the Jonathan Edwards revivals. And st- it was a very uh, uh, theocentric, a God-centered yes. uh, preaching of the word. It was very little... Here, here's how to help you, you know, be better at your career or something like that. Again, mm-hmm. n- neither of us are denouncing that no, or no. trying to diminish the impact of that or the goodness of it, learning, you know, that those are more your proverbs, you know, how to uh, be, be a man who, you know, gets up in the morning and goes to work and not lazy, you know, those are things that the Bible does address. But yes. there, I would say those are issues that come after we understand the glory of God, the majesty of God, the splendor of God, the attributes of God and the love of God Yes. In our life. So I know I know every time I'm with you, you have a word, uh, the Lord's been speaking something to your heart, uh, you, you know, now you're adding Hebrew to it. I'm going to get overwhelmed uh, by that. But but what would you say is the latest mm. thing that God's been put on your heart? I don't know if it's a scripture verse or a, a message that God's been giving you, or is there mm. a, like a theme that the Lord's been speaking to your heart as of late? Well, two things. Okay. Okay. Um, Blessed are those
1: who hunger and thirst for righteousness, wow. they shall be filled. I didn't
0: know you were going to say that, but that's right. We've already been talking about that, haven't we? Yes,
1: yeah. we have. Okay. It's good. what are people hungering and thirsting for? Is really, do we have an appetite? for the mm-hmm. things of, of God? Do we have an appetite for the word of God? Do we have an appetite for uh, a biblical worldview anymore? Yeah. And that's been my prayer is that God will give us that, that hunger and that thirst after him. Because if we lose that, uh, then we will fall for all the pop psychology all yeah. of the temporary fixes all of the thrills of the moment and, and we won't go deep in our relationship and deep in our understanding of God mm-hmm. um I think about when Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up in his glory filled the temple and, and he was just in awe of the majesty of, of 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 God and he said you know whoa I'm a man of unclean lips and 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 I'm really coming undone at the seams that what I see there was that there was a desire for him to see God in the beauty of his holiness. Do we have that desire anymore? And and that's really something that I believe the pandemic uh, that happened this past year where a lot of the churches had to close down and everybody kind of went back and went on the Zoom. And um, what are we hungering for? Are we hungering to go back to just pick up where we left off? Hmm. Or is there a true hunger and thirst for the living God that we know have all the answers, that we know have um, what we need in order to uh, be sustained in this world of tribulation and trials and difficulties hmm. um, that, that are in the earth now and that will continue to grow until the Lord Jesus returns. But if we're hungering and thirsting after just getting back to get the economy open and just getting back to to normal, and just getting back, then I think we're missing an opportunity to go deeper and say, Lord, I don't want to just get back to that. I want to go deeper in my understanding. of. It. I want to have a hunger and a thirst for you, God, yeah. in the midst of the world that I'm in, so that the trajectory of my life and that my heart is bonded to something that's greater uh, than what I can control and manipulate on my own. I, I, want, I want you to surprise me. I want to have those yeah. divine surprises <laughs> where you just Just show up in ways that I didn't expect and then I don't reject you, Mm -hmm. I don't quench your spirit because that wasn't the way I expected you to show up, but I'm open to you um, coming into my life and interrupting what I've been doing so that I can see you more clearly, Uh, I can hear you more clearly. I can follow you more closely uh, and I can be involved in the pursuits that are on your heart. Yeah. And it's God's desire that none perish, but all come to the knowledge of the truth. And He wants to use us in a greater way to bring that harvest in. Mm. And so that's really been on my heart. It's about hungering and thirsting for God. Yeah. Uh, that hasn't been part of our theological menu mm-hmm. uh, and offerings. You know, here's. Uh, 10 sermons on how to thirst for God. Yeah, uh, Here's five sermons on how to th- hunger for God. You know, yeah. you don't hear those kinds of things anymore, yeah. uh, but it's what the church needs. Yeah. We need to have that hunger and thirst that's after Him and His righteousness. Yeah. I and, think, and that's really what His or- that's really no. God's justice. That's right. God's hmm. justice in the world is really His righteousness, hmm. it's his having things established in the order of, of His creation is mm. that is what real justice is in the earth is having the righteousness of God on display. So when he says hunger and thirst uh, for righteousness, hmm. he's saying hunger and thirsting for true justice to come. I'm not saying that, you know you you can't be involved in trying to make all the systems of this world more equitable for all people, but it's bigger than that. The righteousness of God is seeing his justice established which is what he thinks mm-hmm. uh, is 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 holy we say is holy. You know, what he says is not holy, we say is not holy. That is the real justice of God that Hmm. that we need to see in the earth. And the church has a responsibility, a call, and I believe a mandate from God to to really bring true justice into the world. Wow,
0: that's powerful. You know, when you first mentioned you know, the need for hungering and thirsting after righteousness, I kind of did probably what most of us do is sort of personalize it like, okay, yeah, I want to be more righteous and I want to hunger for the presence of God more. And that's certainly part of what Jesus is saying there. But yes. uh, I like how you're taking this. You're taking it to a different level uh, that this is, has to do with justice on earth, justice in society, justice. Yes. And, and you know, and I, I think my my take on it, and we don't have to get into this conversation right now, but you know the the social justice movement and biblical justice are somewhat of a different different bird. You know yeah, they, they they don't connect in yeah, many places, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some overlap, but I think mm-hmm. there's a lot missing from from that as well. And so, you know, we as the church, we need to be really guard this this idea of of what is what does God's justice look like, and how does that affect race? How does that affect uh, finances? How does it affect government? How does it affect yes. authority? And whether it be in the home. And mm-hmm. so, thanks for taking it to that to that level. I, that that challenges me and the, Mm. and do that so that so the first one is hungering and thirsting after right did you say there was two yes
1: the other one is uh zechariah 4 6 you know it's not by might it's not by power but it's by my spirit says the lord uh when Zerubbabel was going to be rebuild the temple he was god's ambassador we are god's ambassador uh in the world um and 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 God is always wanting to to rebuild (laughs) uh, because uh, the framework and the fabric of what true worship is many times has fallen down. Uh, And so in rebuilding the temple, we're talking about rebuilding uh, a place where true worship of God occurs. Um, When we take out the whosoever, you know, it's like he says, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Unfortunately, in a lot of what we've done in the church, we don't go after whosoever. We don't want homeless people. We don't Mm -hmm. want people who are not able to give a tithe or an offering. We don't want people, um, you know, that that don't have a certain profile. Um, And so... When we're talking about rebuilding the temple, we're talking about making a place that is available so that everyone, whosoever, (laughs) is welcome Mm -hmm. uh, into the sanctuary, whosoever is welcome into worship, whether they have a nice suit or they don't have hardly anything to wear at all, um, whosoever. And so that's really when you talk about not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. We need to honor the Holy Spirit because he is going after everyone. <laughs> um, and so, um, when I think about not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit says the so Lord, uh, I think about uh, that. That Zerubbabel is kind of like a type, if you will, uh, mm. of of Christ, um, uh, and and the temple is a type of the church. Right. Uh, and so it's about. Christ rebuilding the church mm. um, and really laying again the foundation that has been eroded by so many things and so many um, qualifiers that we put on people to um, to, to to make it palatable, palatable for them to be around us. We have to take all those things, put them to the side and say, the doors are open. So whosoever calls on the name of the Lord is welcome here. And so, so pastor, who, what demographic are you after today? I'm after whosoever. Mm-hmm. Because it's not by might, it's not by power, it's not by the welfare state, it's not by anything, but it's by the Spirit of God that people's lives are gonna be transformed. Mm-hmm. It's by the Spirit of God that people's lives are gonna be built from the ground up so that they mm-hmm. become a, 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 a collectively a holy habitation for the Lord uh, in this place. And so it's making a, a level playing field so that everyone is welcome into the presence of God so mm-hmm. they can be taught the truth, they can be taught the scriptures they can have the scriptures model uh for mm-hmm. them right. and it is about honoring the presence of god not by might not by power but by my spirit says the lord right you know Everything begins and ends with the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy yeah. Spirit who initiates our mm-hmm. salvation. It is the Holy Spirit who brings revelation and understanding. It's the Holy Spirit who builds us up and sustains us. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, I'm going to send you a comforter, the Holy Spirit who will be with you. He'll be in you. He'll he'll be around you. He'll walk with you. And so we need the Holy Spirit uh, and get him back to that place that we honor the presence of God among us. Mm-hmm. That we don't just talk about Him but we actually honor him in our midst. Uh, And so those are the things that have been on my heart. It's like, let's get back to a place that we don't qualify people, that whosoever can come into this place that Jesus is renovating, refreshing, rebuilding so that he can pour his anointing and bring forth a great revival in these end times. Uh, And then blessed are those that continue to hunger and thirst. For righteousness, for mm. they shall be filled. They will bring about God's real justice in the earth, mm. which is really seeing His righteousness, yeah. what God says is right, be established, become the foundation for how we live our lives.
0: Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, that's really powerful. Uh, I, when we started this, I was hoping you'd uh, get into that mode of just sharing your heart, and you have. That's that's <laughs> powerful. Just just real briefly before we close, uh, mm. you know, you mentioned the Zechariah four, uh, mm. six. That are then he said to me, you know, sometimes I think. When I'm looking or quoting the scripture or praying this, I, I put these words in mm. my lips. And that's mm. and as rightly we should, we should, but that's not the real context of it. These these are words from his lips. Yes. Uh, this is the uh, word of the Lord. Yeah, it says. Mm. Uh, then he said to me, speaking of God, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Yeah. This isn't Zerubbabel's word to the Lord. So yeah. rebel's not saying to the Lord, hey, uh, you know, it's not by my might or my power, but it's by your spirit. It's, God's saying this to me, it's not by your, you know, uh, might or powers, but it's by my spirit. So there's. I think there's something even more powerful to this, mm. you know, knowing the source of where it comes from. I've always yeah, it's, thought yeah. it was funny in, in the pulpit, uh, you know, depending on the person. Like I could get up and say, uh, you know, we need to care for the poor. And everybody's like, oh, that's really true. You know, if Mother Teresa were to get up and say, we need to care to the poor, for the poor she'd get a standing ovation Mm -hmm. you know it's the it's the it's what what's what mouth is coming out of holds a certain amount of authority that's very good so you have you have have here Mm -hmm. this coming out of the mouth of god is saying that you know it's uh it'll be done this this work that you want to see is so so what you're talking about of bringing in the poor and the hurting and the oppressed and the needy and the downcast and the outcast. You know, this is this something that God is interested in, and He's going to see it through. We have the opportunity to do that, and then I Mm. I also love too. Just I think most many of us are more familiar with not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord, and maybe less uh, knowledgeable about what goes on after that. Um, And verse seven says, "Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel?" Uh, that you you shall become a plain and he mm. shall bring forward the top stone amid shouts of grace, grace to it. Grace to it, to it. yes, and, and I yes. I love that. You know, it's <laughs> a, to me, it's a picture of the finished work of Christ, whether it be mm. in our life, in our family, in our sanctification. And ultimately then when we stand before God at the throne room of, of heaven at the great white judgment and we Amen. see him and he separates sheep from goats and we get to hear our name called in the Lamb's book of life, we're not going to be shouting like, uh, you know, 12-step program or <laughs> a small group, save me, or... Mm. Uh, Pastoral care, you know, we're gonna—it's—it's it's all about Him. It's grace. And all about His it's grace, grace too. It. It's, to It's—it's—it's it's, it's yes. what You did for me. It's—it's—it's it's, yes. it's, it's Your word saying it's not going to be by might but power, but My Spirit. And then we'll say, yeah, grace to that Spirit that did these things in my life, set me free from sin, sanctified me, filled me with Your Holy Spirit, gave me power to live a holy life in a, a very crooked age, shine yes. like stars in the midst of a yes. uh, of, of the of the darkness around us, and that's a. Well, you know, I'll say grace to it now, and I'll Amen. say it, I say it till I die, and then I'll say it in heaven. Man, grace, grace. That he's going to get it done. Yeah, you know,
1: he who began a good work in us will be faithful to complete it until that the good. day of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And 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 his grace and his word is is what sustains us and carries yeah. us through. You know, when Jesus was on the cross and and he said it is finished, he was saying. My purpose is fulfilled. Yeah. That's really what he's saying. I fulfilled my purpose. Mm. And so God's full purpose will be fulfilled. As you read that verse seven, mm. God says, grace, grace to it. This mountain of Zerubbabel, yeah. it will, my purpose will be established. Yes, right. And that's what it's all about. It's about God's purpose, not our purpose. It's about his will, mm-hmm. not our will.
0: So, Amen. Word. I'm really appreciating you and your ministry, whether it's dealing with uh, those tough issues or it's just getting to the heart of God. You you mm-hmm. have a, a command of God and his presence in a, in a humble and, and great way. So we're, we're grateful to you. Thank and you, have uh, Gary. You have—tell um, have, um, uh, us just real briefly a little bit about the—you uh, do a one-minute— um, uh, like a, it's not a podcast, but it's a, it's a, a video. It's, it's only like a minute long or so, or something like that. Right, or?
1: really. Uh, sometimes okay. a little bit less than a minute. Okay. Sometimes yeah. maybe a minute and a half, somewhere in yeah. between there, depending on how it all works out. But it's a new life with Ron Brown, and new we life. have one of okay. those that come out every week. Okay. Uh, we've been doing this for the last couple of years. Nice. Brought a lot of hope and encouragement to people. Just dealing with some of the issues that people deal with. You know, fear, mm-hmm. discouragement, doubt, faith, uh, yeah, you know, hopelessness. All those wow. issues. And so, just doing a just a real quick shot um, in the arm, if you will, Good. of God's goodness and His glory through His Word yeah. to encourage His people.
0: Awesome! And That's yes. on YouTube, probably. And, yes, it's um, on YouTube. And at, at, at your Teen Challenge, uh, yeah, teenchallenge.org. just Teen It's on the website there. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. Thanks for being with us. Love you, buddy. Thank you. God bless. The
1: Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ. Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting.